Geek Shock. You're a stinky dick liquor. Postgraduate school year. Stinky dick liquor. Those uh. What? <laughs> no, it's 1987. Those books oh. are pretty incredible. You went to graduate school, Andy? I went for a semester. Oh, a semester for a semester. Uh, Journalism or something else? <laughs> I have a degree in painting. <laughs> what you you went really? Yeah. <laughs> Andy went to the school of art, not yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. You have a degree in painting. I do. I mean, I have a degree in theater. I can't. Right. Here, here. Let me get my Paul on. Is it a degree in wall painting? Yeah, yeah. Or no, cave it's paintings, a, um, rather. Uh, you I ever heard me tell the story? I, I was. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Picture. That's another. That's another example tonight of where it, it was perfectly formed thought in my brain and translated to my mouth. It did not work. Yeah. Sort of like let's, Andy. Let's I was. Uh, I went to see uh, um, Paula Poundstone. And she's going through the audience asking people questions. She gets to me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a journalist. And she says, oh, and you went to school for journalism? Well, actually, no, for painting. Oh, really? And so, so you can, you know, paint like a little uh, scene with trees and stuff and make it look it's really there. I go, apparently not well enough. <laughs> so I, I stole the joke from her. I know that's yeah. where she was going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> taught, taught Paul, Paul no, Pastel no. a lesson. Stay down, Paula Powell. That's <laughs> right. Stay down, Paula. <laughs> too good, too long. Wow, Andy joke blocked someone. <laughs> you imagine? Back when he had his full faculties. That's right. This was Back before this was the senior years. Mesozoic era. Yeah. I'm guessing. <laughs> oh, Paula Poundstone, the, the Flintstone, the time yes, of the that gi- one, the time of the oh, giant sunfish. Yeah. Did they ever? Did they, I haven't seen any of the Flintstone movies? Did they do use that. They showed. Sure, totally should have had her in there. Paula Poundstone yeah. in the movie that would have been her era. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I Never saw a Flintstone movie. Maybe she was. Wow. And no one here apparently remembers a Flintstone uh, movie. Nobody so else I, only, I only saw the first one, and I remember working at McDonald's at the time where they temporarily right. changed, like, they had these window slicks. We were temporarily changed to Rock Donald's because yeah, McDonald's they spent a paid lot of a money. lot of money. Yeah. To be in the movie, yep. Uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. We were selling Flintstones glasses. I used to have some, then they broke. Uh, it's the nature uh, of those beasts. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed I still have the Batman uh, Forever I have that back glasses. at home. The, the, the Rock Donald The little ones. tiny Batman Forever glasses. Well, they are, they are forever. Right? Because yeah. the one I had, the, the one that I had for the longest time, looked like a, a little horn turned upside down with a little... Uh, like a handle was attached to it. That was it. Was all glass, uh, um, and uh, it was pretty heavy glass too. But uh, heavy, 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 not heavy enough. One of my so former right roommates dropped oh, it heavy. one too many what? times. What? It actually survived about two or three different drops. Who was this asshole? Not me. Uh, my friend Carl that I used to work yeah. with. Oh, okay. Carl the asshole. Yeah. God damn him. Yeah, Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 354. I am Master Torgo. Keep that stinky ass out of here. Okay, uh, 80s Jeff. <laughs> Commander K. Fact checked, Andy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we're here to talk Week in Geek Matt. You you look like death worn over right now. Like, this is, you were full of energy earlier, and now you crept <laughs> t- 
to this. You look a little sunburn on your forehead, too. I am. Sunburn, yes. You went hiking. He's yes. dying in front of our eyes, I'm folks. Slowly it's, dying. It's, yes. as, as a redhead, I have now you he's really a redhead. I have to ask why you did not wear... I, I did use uh, sunblock? Sun, sunscreen, yes. Yeah. Did you not use SPF 150? It was like five SPF. SPF 50, because everyone knows after SPF 50, it doesn't work. You mean it okay. like totally stops? It's, it's a like gimmick. going back to nothing? No, it just doesn't do any much better. Oh, okay. No. Have you considered like wearing clown makeup? <laughs> Black clown makeup? That's minstrel makeup. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> racist. Uh, the painted man. So, so you, you God damn it. So, sorry, my brain went right to fucking Robin did. Hood, Prince of Thieves. It did. <laughs> and our audience is like, huh? huh? Which is a weird because it's a movie I haven't seen in probably 20 years. I don't think anyone's seen it in probably 20 years. <laughs> Good call. So you came back from Canada and you went hiking. Yes. And now you're this. Well, <laughs> he got back from Canada by hiking. It's oh, that's by okay, way of Mount it. Charleston. Ah, got he, it. he had to sneak ah. back in. <laughs> yes. Cross, yes. Crossing the mountain. Don't choke on that uh, peanut butter cup there, Paul. Impossible. He, it's, it's he literally was impossible. laughing. He was laughing with a peanut butter cup in his hand. That's true. Paul can laugh through <laughs> any ah. meal. Especially any candy meal. Yeah. Until that one time where he doesn't and he's all I'll be fine. Wow, I think I the storm this famous long. last I think, words. Uh, yeah, it sounds yeah, like just trying to throw down the gauntlet. I think Jeff, you've just written his obituary, <laughs> choked on a peanut butter cup. Yeah, <laughs> there's worse ways to go. Matt's will be died of a heart attack tomorrow. No, peanut butter cup Jesus. will be a transvestite. No. <laughs> you know, you, you might be right, Kirsten. On uh, Fremont Street, you might be right, Kirsten. He used to take entire zebra cakes in his mouth in yeah. one bite. Oh, that's right. That was like I his claim to fame. Oh. <laughs> When I I don't get them very often, but I can totally. Yeah, you know, the challenge is when it comes holiday time and it comes up with them fucking little Debbie Christmas trees. Mm. Oh. Those are a challenge because they're pointy. They're a little longer. No, <laughs> they're good training. He can't to deep. Gotta roll, <laughs> you got to relax your throat. <laughs> That's the key. <laughs> Unhinge your jaw. Close your eyes and pretend it's candy. I can't say I've had a little Debbie snack cake in ages. anybody like anybody here buys little Debbies? I, I have and been... gets gets a hankering every once in a while for some of those. Yeah, a hankering but for I a hunk of cheese. I cannot, really love them. I cannot find my favorite ones. I think they may have stopped making them. What was your favorite? The peanut butter sticks. The nutters. The nutter. No, wieners? not the fucking nutter things. They're yeah. everywhere. The peanut butter sticks. Little, they were little crunchy, little hard, hard, crunchy, crunchy ones. ones the, yeah, with no. The peanut on the inside. Those were good. Yeah. Okay, I have to discuss, stop this for a second. Are those gummy bears odd flavored? Not like. Yeah. Okay. What do you mean odd flavored? They're weird like, flavors. Yeah. Like, one of them tastes like Windex. <laughs> you got to avoid the Windex one. The rest Is that of them the are yellow good. ones. I guess. Yeah, because I had one. I was like, that's not a very good gummy bear. But the rest of them are tasty. They're uh, the uh, what do you call it brand? Seven Seven Elevens. Yeah, Seven Eleven Select. And somebody at the Seven Eleven marketing department thought Windex was a good flavor. Twelve flavors. It says. That's on what the I'm saying. There's a lot of variety. There's so Windex, mm. Lysol, yep. uh, Comet. <laughs> Twelve flavors, but apparently only three colors. So well, good luck. I got Lemon Pledge, <laughs> so I guess that's another one. Yeah. Oh. Twelve flavors, so that means there's green. The blue one, ones are good. Green two. Right. Green yellow, three. Yellow is never a good gummy flavor. 
Never. Because you never know when they peed yeah. in it. Uh, the, the Harborough <laughs> ones are, are not bad on the yellow because no, they're like strawberry no, or something like no, that. No, no. The green ones are strawberry. You know, it sounds horrible. Banana gummy. That doesn't sound bad to me at all. That sounds mm. terrible to I'm, me. I'm not a At fan. least in a bear form. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, artificial banana is terrible. That might be what's going on here. That's that's. If I get a box of runs, you can bet that there'll what's be What's fun about this box, all over. This, this case of bears, is that they're all out of camp fire. Sorry? One mm. of them's roasting a marshmallow. Well, that's not safe. And then there's one that's all white bear hiding behind a tree. Of course. Fucking creeping on them. Like, nah. you know, as soon as they go to sleep, that bear is going, fuck them. That up. is the clown bear hiding in the woods. Aha. That's a Canadian polar bear coming oh, you're down right. from That's the unfrozen the north. Mm. That's the picture. The, you know, the white, or in this case, I believe the yellow bear. All right, I got to go. Something's not right. What's up? Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 354. I am Master Torgo. These nuts. 80s Jeff. Commander K. We're here to talk week and geek. Oh, what was that? Some uh, kind of alternate reality what, what, jumped what, what into it. <laughs> it's like oh. two, two lives were suddenly snuffed out of existence. Oh, no. no. <laughs> He's fine. He is fine. That, you, you just heard Matt leave the show, uh, not because of anything Paul said. <laughs> uh, there was no shutting of the ignorant mouth. He, he felt terrible. Physically yeah. terrible. Yeah. Like, like worrisome terrible. Yeah. Because he hiked, and then he ate Olive Garden. <laughs> Two things, either one of those, you're taking your life in your hands. Going hiking or eating at Olive Garden. Yeah. You combine the two. Combine oh, the two. You're a f- damn fool. Then you're a statistic. <laughs> he, almost, he almost became a statistic. <laughs> and Andy put on his shining armor, got on his white charger, and uh, valiantly took Matt away. Yes, he did. Uh, Matt went to the hospital. He's having the never-ending soup and valve stints now. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out dehydration. That's what it's looking like, yeah. That's what it's looking like uh, due to hiking in Olive, Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> due to Olive Garden highs. <laughs> Olive Garden is basically a plate full of salt. Yes, it is. And so then that's, that, what and that's just did. the breadsticks. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, they, he didn't have a bunch of those breadsticks. Hey, I either. had more than he. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Gross. Welcome to Geek Shock number 354. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're dropping like flies, guys. Soon it's just Torgo. <laughs> well, uh, here I am. Here I, am. I have there some was news. One. <laughs> news I don't give a shit about. <laughs> we can geek. And geek Shock is canceled. One. And the funny thing is, that'll still be two hours into the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And I still won't pronounce it right. <laughs> uh, so we are going to venture forward, knowing that Matt is okay. We waited a while, made make sure everything was cool. And uh, we, otherwise, we just you know picked up the, the record and just gone to the hospital. And just... Yeah. And live recorded, recorded, recorded from Matt's, yeah. you know, bedside as yeah. he slowly expires. Actually, <laughs> he's got a good quality phone. Let's get Paulette to set up a Skype. <laughs> we'll continue. Uh, so we'll call him Saline Drip Matt. Is that yeah, the yeah. name now? Okay. You're getting a, a Canadian getting that good old American health care. Yeah. Maybe a little glucose to get him. Mitocardio infarction, uh, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds dirty. 
Yeah. Don't go hiking, Matt. (laughs) No, go hiking. Just don't go to Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Garden. That might be the problem. Maybe you guys went to Olive Garden. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, welcome to Olive Garden. Didn't mean my Bateman, but it's okay. It's a a Japanese Italian fusion. (laughs) (laughs) Olive Garden. Yeah, the more I think about that dinner. Sushi. It was not very good. <laughs> See, it was Olive Garden. This, this just in, 80s Jeff disappointed in Olive Garden. <laughs> Breaking news. Olive Garden fails to live up to high 80s Jeff standards. <laughs> Paul, do you, know, do you want to know the ultimate irony? Olive Garden what? was Matt's suggestion. <laughs> yes, it was. And to add on to that, we actually discussed this at dinner, that if I brought up that it was not great, that you would say the, exactly what you said. Yeah. <laughs> it's Olive Garden. Captain Obvious. <laughs> you got to know what you're getting. Hmm. Well, Red sticks. Not, hmm, this is macaroni well, you with, know what? with okay. some For, jar sauce on here's, it. <laughs> here's, here's where my skepticism rolled in. Because I used to love their breadsticks. I remember having one breadstick during that meal and going, this is not... I will grant you 1,000%. Their breadsticks have turned into something not yes. of this earth. Yes, thank they you. They are not good. They do not taste good. They used to have that I nice kind of garlicky flavor to them. They it tasted, tasted like, like bread. salt. At least bread. Now they don't taste like bread anymore. It I, tastes I like, like the, one of those cheap uh, salted I, I, pretzels. I had a bunch. They taste like fucking gym mash. She That's brought like four baskets, yeah. and that last one she did a double basket. Now, to be fair, yeah. they're now selling sauces. Yeah. So you and I were sauced up our breadsticks pretty And heavy. I think, oh. I but think both the of those sauces, sauces were, protected us. I think you're Both right. of those sauces were bland. Did I'm you like, order the bland sauce? He ordered oh, the bland sauce. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, we got the mar- mar- marijuana. marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> the marijuana bland. <laughs> the marinara bland and the Alfredo bland. The four cheese chronic. That's what we got. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Alfredo spliff. So we've lost Matt. Yes. For the evening. <laughs> He's still... Unfortunately, Andy him. is coming back. Okay. Unfortunately. I'm Alfredo. Andy will return. Oh. Paul, Paulette, that's um, Matt's wife, is, is with him, taking good care of him. Who, we Andy? Been- <laughs> yes. Are, are, are we sure that taking good care of him is the right the right words for Paulette's what Paulette's doing Andy. to him right now? He has now? better damn sense than that. <laughs> oh, you, know. you know, this is great. We're driving back, and I, I was relaying the story of Matt's dramatic exit not the most dramatic exit we've had here at geek shock but still it's no. up there and i said to her yeah and then uh at uh when we were like wait is he's gonna drive himself and andy like goes i'll go get him i i turned to paul uh, paulette and i said yeah then i made my joke oh matt can't drive himself if something were to happen paulette would kill him and there was a beat of silence, and then she goes, or whoever let him drive by himself. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I think she's talking to us. There you oh, go. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. oh, I'm the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. So <laughs> Paul's just like, yeah, have a good one. Yeah. Now, Andy drove him there, right? Yes, yes he did. Okay, he took stuff. him to Desert Springs. Okay, good stuff. So. And, and the phone just rang. That means Andy's on his way up. Yep. So so we'll get so we'll get <laughs> either that or it's Paulette really mad. We'll get the oh, straight scoop from the report. Lock, lock the door, just in case. 
<laughs> Prepare to get the straight scoop from reporter Andy. I, I keep the mace by the door. <laughs> Two of them. In case one's not enough. The can of mace and the actual, actual mace. mace yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Adventures in Geekdom. So this may be a bit of a shorter show. Right. You're starting so damn late and I still have to go to bed. So, oh. so you know, happens. Happenstance. Stances are happening. Life happens. Life happens and you don't drink enough and you go walking. Yeah. So as you drink suck st- on that soda. So drink and stop walking. This is full of water. Actually. Oh. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. You you're disguising it, huh? See see, let me fill you in on a little torgoism here. Oh, okay. This is true. This is very true. Empty containers are not empty containers because he fills them with water and then leaves them all over the apartment. (laughs) Well, you know, water gets old and the aliens come down. Well, all right. That's true. Swing away, Torgo. Swing away. I've actually used that line with him a few times. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it beats the hell out of uh, Lewis's kids leaving half cups of milk lying around. Oh, and when it spoils? Yeah. A uh, buddy Uh-oh. of mine, his brother. Andy used is to gonna do that go too. hydrate. I wonder why. <laughs> probably a good idea. Yeah. And Andy didn't even have any Olive Garden, so he's kind of. So he's probably safe. Well, I, I. Well, we can never say Andy is safe for sure. No, because well, he's just, he's Andy one right stumble now, away from death every single day. Yeah, I mean, Andy so. is a, I stumble so much that I'm so good at catching myself. Andy is our. But there's always that group. one time. <laughs> There's always that one time, Andy. I mean, hell, I used to say the same thing when I broke my foot. You know, I you know rolled my ankle so many times it, it didn't even phase me until the foot started swelling, and I'm like, uh, maybe I need to go to the hospital. And the doctor says, Yeah, all it takes is that one time. Yep. There you go. It when I was when time. Duncan was an, an infant, when Duncan was still being carried around in a sack around my one of those baby sacks, yeah, the, the little papoose Duncan sack in your sack, things. yeah, uh, I. My foot slipped out from under me. <laughs> oh, no. And I went pitching head forward. I was walking next to a buddy of mine. Oh, no. And I tucked into a Kirk shoulder roll, popped up right back on my feet. Duncan didn't even notice what the hell had happened. <laughs> my buddy's going, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I swear to God, I just fell. It's the only <laughs> wow. time I can ever call you spry. Yeah. No. One. All right. So, so we've actually just begun recording. Oh, okay. All right. We wanted to make sure that. He was fine. Oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Weekend geek. Wait, did I, did I, Jim, welcome, folks, it's geek. Did, did, I, burn three, did I burn the lead? <laughs> Jim, this man is dead. Dun, 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 no, dun. It, it, it looks like he's just hydrated. They're, they're checking him out for everything, though, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, better safe than sorry. Sure. That was scary, though. It was very scary. Yeah. He, um, I had to carry him in. He actually fell out of the car, and I had to, oh, Jesus. Well, I had to throw his arm over me and log him in. Wow. Yeah. He was not All in right. a good way. He's a large man. Really yeah. needed to be there to video this. I have a little just... video of, of Paulette showing up, but she didn't yell at him. She oh, just no. like, looked at him lovingly. It was Aww. sweet and kind of... All right. No, we needed a video of that. <laughs> yeah, that's what we... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just to prove. Just to prove. And she... Wow. I have a photo we could, of his... We could, we could hold that one over her and get money. <laughs> I have a photo of, his, his, of the vein of the things going in his arm. He actually bleeds blood. It's not maple syrup. Oh, wow. well, that's, well, that's disappointing. Oh, well, if he's yeah. dehydrated, it's probably as thick as maple syrup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yes. I wanted to wait to ask this question till you arrived. Okay. Eek. What geeky things do this week, gentlemen? Yeah. Um, I was really, really busy, so about the only thing I did was uh, play Diablo with Kay. We did, Diablo we, 3, right? We played, geez, what? 
what we, six hours, seven hours. Something like uh, that. Xbox 360 Diablo? Yeah. 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 We played for a while. Andy gave the witch doctor a shot. I boom, was boom, a crusader. Boom, boom. I love, th- yeah. Well, I, I, I did name my character David Seville. Nice. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I love throwing frogs and stuff. That was great. And Charles the Spiders. Ah, oh, man. That's fun. Yeah, it was fun. Diablo 3 is a fantastic game. That's. Um, person who really loves playing Diablo 3 mm. is Maple Leaf Matt. Really? I wish I could get him. That's too bad. Right here to. Yeah. Let's just call it. him. We'll yeah. just call him. Say, hey, yeah, hold on. No. I'll text him. I, and this ties into Paulette and Matt, played about 10 or 11 hours of Imperial Assault this weekend. Gee, we are on a. In, in a row? Yeah. Wait, well, uh, two two sessions. Oh, okay. Because actually, I, I, I let the gang know i'm like all right guys uh cause dark this week uh you want to get together on a saturday or sunday we can have a nice long session of imperial assault because we're in the middle of a campaign and uh, lewis jokingly goes or both days ha ha and i was like hey if you want to do it i'll do it and matt from canada texts fuck yeah i want to get through this fucker Wow. And paulette eventually was like um uh, well we'll uh, we'll see and we ended up Getting together three or four o'clock on Saturday and Sunday and playing till about eleven or midnight. And I nights. was working. Yep. And Andy, Aww. of course, had the good fortune to be earning money. Yeah. And I was, and I couldn't come in. So, but what else was there? So we we went through like five missions. We advanced our characters. We came badasses, and we still lost. So wow. Oh, did that stupid uh, guy that you were fighting? Did he he beat you? The- no. Uh, we actually. I actually, it, that was actually very dramatic and cinematic, in fact, but we beat that guy. There's was, a stormtrooper leader type, Kane Samos or something like that, who my character actually has personal history with and hates. John Stamos? And, uh, and I, uh, I put the full house on him. And <laughs> then, um, <laughs> let, me, let me hold it there real quick. Uh, so Imperial Salt. It's a Star Wars skirmish game. It's made by Fantasy Flight, who are doing the current incarnation of the Star Wars role-playing game, which is an interesting dice system. It's an interesting game. Uh, it's a kind of new canon. And uh, the skirmish rules are slightly different from the role-play because it's all skirmish. All miniatures. Yep, yep, miniatures, tile-based. You get prepared scenarios. Um, Lewis, as the Imperial player selects a class he picked the pain in the ass trooper class which means he just summons swarms of stormtroopers and uh, then the four of us uh lewis's wife stephanie me myself paulette and matt are because it's a it's a five-player game so the four of us go through his skirmishes okay and he runs and they're timed uh, seven rounds, six rounds with certain conditions every round, blah, 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 type of game. It's actually a pretty good skirmish game. And your but, characters advance like a role-playing game? Uh, they advance, yeah, sort of like that. It, I mean, it's, it's all in the, the You know, it's similar to is the that uh, Pathfinder game you had. It's, it's a lot of card stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually, okay. yeah that's actually a good analog. The, the Pathfinder card The The game. Rune Lords or whatever the fuck you had. Yeah, it's Pathfinder. Yeah. <laughs> card so. Game. But yeah, Rune Lords. yeah, it's fun, but it's tough. 
It's tough. Yeah, we, we actually we, have, we have those one. conditions to meet. Well, we yeah. played it before, and and like you said, it's like seven rounds. And the first time we played it, we just were being way, way too cautious. We're trying to take things out and realize that you, you just got to dive right in the middle of it. And hit your you're, goals. Because you're going to run out of time. Yeah, yeah. because it's like you got to, in seven rounds, you have to deactivate these four terminals or get to this room and kill this character or rescue Han Solo or, you know, something like that. And Ham salad. As soon as you get bogged down into fighting uh, Imperials as opposed to going to your goal, you're fucked. And it's very, it, it actually is very hard. Although, ironically, the thing Andy was talking about where we played that one asshole, that was my character's special mission where I get a special reward if we complete it, and we did. Ah. And we won it on the last round. Um, we were about, Lewis was about to make all of the conditions for his victory, and Stephanie put some shots on this guy and got him just weak enough that I was able to hit him and score one point more than was needed to take him down, and we won. It was nice and dramatic. It was right fun. there at the end. Yep, right at the end. Dun, 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 and then dun, the dun, last dun. one we played, we got stuck on a Star Destroyer, tried to fight our way out, got our asses kicked, and then we've now been captured. Well, goddamn. So, so is there a scenario to get out from capture? Is that yeah, what it is? it's it's called a forced mission, and Lewis didn't say much, but it sounds like we actually don't have any of our equipment and we have to fight our way out of the Star Destroyer, or stealth our way. So you are playing one arc of a long story. It's called a campaign, and it's a series of missions. You actually select your missions by card. You get you get a deck that is pre-selected, and then you choose what missions you want to take, and you cycle through that, and that'll take you through a campaign. That sounds really fun. It is. It's actually a fun little, you know. It's expensive, though. Lewis is, oh, keeps buying. Holy shit-ski. He's, he, the core set... And most of the expansions are like fifty bucks each. And yes, and then uh, then you can get little little card pack expansions that are uh, fifteen twenty bucks a piece. And he's dropped a mint because he's picked up like f- he's he's dropped yeah he's dropped a few bills. He's also picked up a fetish for this company that makes wooden laser cut divider things. So he's been building these incredible dividers for all of his games. Broken token. Broken Token. And BrokenToken.com. Divider creators. They actually make wooden divider systems for your cards, your figs, all of the accoutrements for a given game. And the, the, the laser cut wood that you assemble and make into the dividers fits into the original game box. It's like designed oh. for the Ooh. box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually That's a very clever idea. That appeals to me it's very deeply. Sexy. Yeah, it's wow. very clever. That appeals to me deeply. Good business, good business sense. And Lewis has bought into them, so what he opens called? up his brokentoken.com. Broken token. And he opens up the box, and he starts pulling out the trays. And it's a very nice, also, it's a very nice cut wood Mm-hmm. Design it looks system, yeah. How much does a broken token for a game cost? I have no idea. Yeah. This is Lewis's uh, wad. He's the one percenter in the group, so he's spending <laughs> the money. <laughs> well, good on him. Yeah, yeah. What else to do this week, gentlemen? Well, Kirsten and I actually had a little get together. Uh, our our friends Jerry and Francine invited us over on Thursday, which was. Uh, the 50th anniversary Star Trek. And we had a little get-together. The plan was to watch The Man Trap, but uh, we got about 10 minutes in, and that plan was derailed. <laughs> you couldn't reach Paul? Is that what? 
Oh, no, uh, uh, Vernon was there, and he was all excited about it, except for the fact that when I mentioned we were going to watch the, the episode as aired, he goes, oh, come on, that's that's like the most boring episode out there. So for nostalgia's sake, we only got about 10 minutes through before it was demanded that we switch to Pastor Gas and... Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what was the other we one? We celebrated the, the 50th birthday of Star Trek by watching Jerry laugh till he was crying. Yes, literally. At Pastor Gas. Wow. And he was crying. Oh, he was. He literally. He had to get up and go to the kitchen after he literally rolled onto the floor and was on his knees laughing so hard. Managed to gather himself, get to the kitchen, get a paper towel, and was dabbing his eyes for about the next ten minutes. It was. It was quite the sight, but so yeah, fiftieth anniversary pretty. of Star Trek. Yes, so, you know, Pastor Gas One. Yeah, <laughs> well, 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 that yeah. was right after we played uh, Gaseous Vernon's Anomalies. Gaseous Anomalies. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, oh, the, there was a Star Trek connection. <laughs> <laughs> give us but, some uh, credit. Yeah, I'll give you some. But then, uh, <laughs> then we got to hear about how we should Jack have invited Plus. him over to talk about Airwolf. Uh, oh my after god! Last last week's episode because he is he welcome to come onto the show. Well, he 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 was just like you got you're only a casual fan, and I'm like I, I think <laughs> Paul and I pretty well held our own in our discussion last oh, wait week. Wait a second, are you, are you saying that Vernon comes on then it's going to be the Airwolf episode? It might happen. <laughs> might. Well, you know, kind of no, was already. You know, week. there is an empty chair on the couch now. This is now true. that he's dead. Now that well, we the Canadian shut his ignorant mouth yeah. and went to the. Hospital. No, but uh, let's see. What I I also uh, marathoned Stranger Things because that actually went pretty quick. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Yeah, going praise. Well, I mean, did you guys see? I liked the storyline. As far as like all the eighty stuff, it's like I what what what's this eighties, Jeff? (laughs) Yeah, of all people, I you know it's funny because like. I'm sitting here. I had the same problem when I watched the Goldbergs. It was overhyped, my right? Sister, we overhyped it. I think that maybe that was part of it. My sister absolutely loves the Goldbergs because she said it reminds her of me at that time in the 80s growing up and all the different toys and so forth. And I remember watching the Goldbergs, and the episode that she had me watch was they had just watched the Goonies, so the kids all were like going on adventures in their bikes and you know into the woods and stuff and i'm like well yeah that's exactly what my buddies and i did back then too we literally you know we didn't need no fucking movie to make us do it you know well i mean it's like after we watched the movie we we, you know did the same thing we rode into the wooded area close to our house and we had our little exploring thing and the little old man met us and uh told us so i mean i don't know it's like some stuff it's like i lived some of that stuff you know Obviously not with the psychokinetic. Uh, uh, oh, then what's the fucking point? Come on, don't be modest, Jeff. But you know, I remember biking through neighbors' yards like that, and you know, Paul I running around having our fun with the walkie-talkies. But yeah, you know, I can't believe you no, didn't mention good. this when we were talking about the uh, the uh, Millennium Falcon that get knocked, you know, that falls down. Yes, I was talking to my friend Doug Citizen, and he said, "Oh no." That was the uh, the that the, was the re-release from <laughs> the, the late nineties. Yeah, what he said. It wasn't the old old one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because that was the one that was the light up. Yep. It was the similar mold, but uh, yep. they had the light up engines. Yeah, I, I I said the same thing too when I was watching it. I'm sitting there, I'm like, that's not the right one. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Spend two grand on a prop you're gonna drop five times? Right. That's true. Shit. 
but no, I liked it. I just, you know, I like maybe for me it felt like it was overhyped, but the story was excellent. Yeah. Did you see and the, the uh, really did you guys see up. the clip I put on uh, on uh, the Shock Monkey's lair of the those three of those kids? That was adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With nostalgic the, toys. The nostalgia, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then I went and saw Sully today in the theaters. Oh, how's Sully. that? It was pretty good. I really enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. You know, partly though cuz Feel I'm good in, fun time movie. No, it it was it looked heavy from the previous. Yeah. Well, it is heavy, but I'm also an aviation <laughs> brat. You know, my dad. Oh, yes. That makes a difference. So I've been through a crash. No, I'm not oh, a crash. No, the hearing well, afterward. Oh, okay. I've been through, I have yeah, been through crashes in the simulator. Yeah. My dad took me in the simulator many times, and, uh, you know, we had you know, You felt crashes. the pathos. Did you practice flying into the towers? No, 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 no. Oh. All no. Jeff did was practice landing. He never did takeoffs. Oh. The FBI oh. cleared him first okay. thing, dude. They didn't even look at him. Although, funny story from when I was a teenager. Um, funny 9-11 story. Go. <laughs> not a, no, one. not a 9-11 story. But my, uh, my Explorer post when I was a teenager uh, was sponsored by. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Explore her post? Explorer post. No, he calls it Mjolnir. <laughs> That's right. We forgot. That's right. We yeah. Yours Mjolnir. is Sting. Explorers <laughs> was a sp- was a was attached to scouts. You typically explored. Oh, you call them the scouts. Okay. Got it. From the Boy Scouts. It was, the post and the scouts. It, was, it does glow when orcs are near. Usually <laughs> it was specifically attached to some kind of educational track. Like for oh, us, it was aviation. Track there. So we had an aviation explorer post. It sure. was actually sponsored by the Kansas Air National Guard that was based in in Wichita. Got it. So we got to... Um, Dick and balls. <laughs> we got to go into the B-1B uh, flight simulator at the time because oh, yeah. the, the guard wanna? was flying no. a B-1B bombers B-1B. at the time. So I got to take the controls of the B-1 and... Um, in got flight? To, yeah. Wow. In the simulator. Oh. So I got to fly the simulator. <laughs> Is that the... Which one's the Flying Fortress? That's the B-17. B-17. I flew in one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a big hole in the ceiling where there was supposed to be a turret. Yes, that was that, not there. Yep. That happens. Yeah, well, but that was all the, the that pretty was much the pro- all of the civilian. Andy, ones, that was the prototype. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they on the all, pretty much all of the the still functioning civilian versions. They've they've removed all the armaments. Some of them will build a fake cannon to put on there, but most of them they just leave it but for this the wasn't. Took it off and Dude, covered it. No, I know. I know what you so mean. If, yes, if you went flying with a mean. hole. Yes, I'm out, and I'm walking past the hole, going. If we hit turbulence, I'm going out. <laughs> yeah, That's scary. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the much. waste the waste gunners on the B-17 <laughs> literally just had little portholes on the mm-hmm. side. So if they weren't strapped, they had these little straps that would attach to the the floor. Mm-hmm. And if they weren't strapped in properly, and they hit, you know. Uh, turbulence or if they got hit by uh shells they could go li- literally right out over the top of I their their 50 caliber guns. 90, i would have thought they would have tucked you in the ball gunner oh absolutely i'm a definitely ball gunner guy i've been actually reading catch 22 for the last year and a half um <laughs> it's it's a hard read <laughs> yeah, i guess yeah. So. yeah so anyway um, but yeah I'm, going going back to my story i i got to you're telling a story <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy sidetracked me. Oh, that Andy sidetracked right, you. Side-tracked. I, mean, I can't believe I you, do that. You tucked into your blue shirt. You kind of look like Melina, Melina like, like yeah. large Melina. I'm large Melina. So shotgunned my daddy, but I hate him. We decided to to buzz the tower in the simulator, 
at 0.5 Mach. Katana. So we had the we had the basically the wings of the B one swept all the way back. We I were bet in the afterburners. I bet the simulated tower hated that. Well, <laughs> reason I'm saying that is as we got Get close those to the tower, punks out of my sky. When when you got right next to the tower, you could see in the windows. I hope you had a lot of pretend fun, son, because that's the last pretend good time you're gonna have on this imaginary military base. Do you understand me? Do you comprendo? Did, huh? Did he spill his imaginary coffee? Bad day to give up pretend glue sniffing. I was getting sniffing. to that. <laughs> <laughs> the programmers had put a little uh, picture of the guy from Top Gun with the coffee. Oh, how cute. That was actually in the tower. So as we buzzed the tower, there was the guy with the cup in hand as we went by. Nice. Cup of coffee in the big time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Cup of coffee. So I was on the strip. Nine eleven this year. Oh, I was actually doing caricatures. Oh, uh, but the uh, but now you mentioned strippers. The uh, there are several young ladies that walk around topless with just pasties on and posing for photos. They do, they were doing that downtown too when yeah. when Barry and I were here. We're like, what the fuck yeah, is all of this? That's a thing. And well, it was well, just those are tits. Yeah, those are tits. A lot of the time it's I know nuns, what tits are. but uh, <laughs> nuns. Yes, nuns with their tits out. Oh, okay. Uh, but but for nine eleven, it was red, white, and blue body paint. America. Oh, okay. America. America. Well, all right. We're all here right. to give everybody red, white, and blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kermit. Mm-hmm. Sun's out, nuns out. Boom. Oh, my God. I watched The Witch, finally. The Vitch. Yeah. The Vitch. The Vitch. What the did Vitch? you think of The Vitch? I thought it was fabulous. It was. It's really good, right? It's an amazing movie. Yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, even if it's, you're not into horror films, it's a beautiful film. Yeah, to my look wife, at. my wife couldn't hang. But it's I a slow it. movie. It's real slow. It's com- it's completely atmospheric. It is. And it's, and there there is no like mystery of what's happened. I mean, everything is laid out. It's not like yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's it's anti-religious, but it's also real hooky kookajoo weird. It is, and but it does a good job of laying out that heavy Puritan. Oh man, all of mankind is is inherently evil. Yep, and there's oh, nothing boy. you can do about your original sin. Whew. I'm listening to hardcore history right now, and there's an episode Prophets of Doom, and it's that crazy. You got to you got to give it a listen. It's outstanding. Same kind of shit. Now, when I went on the hardcore history site, all I could find were paid ones. I, I can't uh, find there's, a free one. I mean, there's yeah, just go on iTunes. Okay, get them on iTunes. All right, or Stitcher, whatever. I'll find it. I'll definitely find. It. Speaking yeah. of podcasts, I happened across one I really, really enjoy. Yes, um, called '80s All Over. Scott Weinberg, Drew at Hitfix, two uh, big time movie geeks, have taken it upon themselves. To do a podcast laying out all of the movies that were released starting in January 1980. Ooh. Wow. All the way through in chronological order, basically giving you at least a mini review of each one. Holy shit. And there are only two episodes so far. Like two uh, months in? But each each episode is one month. So the first one's oh, wow. January 1980. Second one's February 1980. And movies you never knew existed because if it was released... They talk about it. Wow. wow. What's it called again? It's wow. called 80s All Over. 80s All Over. Okay. Uh, they're, they're very entertaining. They know what they're talking about. 
and not only are they talking about those movies themselves, but they're talking about how film is advancing during that time. Right. Things that, uh, what movies introduced this or a ended up being the wow. end of that. So if, if you're a film file in any way, this this is definitely your podcast. Uh, Have this you, one right here, Geek Shock. That's, 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 that reminded me of when I was out in uh, San Diego. Um, uh, Alice isn't dead. Have you heard that yet? The podcast Alice isn't dead. Alice isn't dead. It's a uh, um, it's another thing by the night. It's actually one of the writers from Night Vale. Okay. And it's a truck driver who's looking around. For, she's trying to find her wife, but it's this this weird, creepy thing where it's, it's like CB talk kind of thing. I only, she, the 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 conceit is that she's talking to the written to the CB. Like just trying to talk to her wife and like leaving messages for her wife and say, but she's like talking about the stuff that happened while she's trying to find her and there's creepy guys working around and there's a a town that keeps repeating. She keeps driving through the same town. It sounds great. Yeah, no, it sounds like it's up your alley. That's why the and the logo for it's great. The logo is a uh, a black image of a truck with a reverse silhouette of the same thing in white. It's actually a skull, so it's this is this really well designed logo. Hmm. What else you do, gentlemen? Anything? I think that's it. All right, I finished the Forever yep. War. Ah, yes. Oh, wow. Might as well goof into business. Yes, discussion for Forever War has begun on the Geek Shock book page. So join us there. Uh, you finished it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I liked it. Me too. Um, I, uh, spoiler, light spoiler. Sure. I couldn't believe there was a happy ending. Kind of blew my mind. <laughs> actually, actually, I really enjoyed that there was. Oh, that, I mean, that, was that really... I know, nice. for a science fiction Vietnam parable. Yeah, it was something. Now, of course, there are two other books, or maybe even three other books in that series. Right. So who knows where it goes from there. But, but yeah, that's a whole lot of not happy in that book. Yes. And the, the time... S- span that that book covers is uh-huh. absolutely astounding. Pretty great. I enjoyed it. And the dystopian in the middle, the dystopian earth that he comes back to is yeah. absolutely frightening. Yeah. And not that far away from where we could find ourselves. It's I found myself going back and thinking about themes in that book mm-hmm. since over and over again. And so it's definitely inspired a lot of other Science fiction. Absolutely. I mean, Scalzi himself says Old Man War, even though he had never read it prior to. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people equate the two. Uh-huh. Apparently, there's some similar themes and even some similar ideas. So, do you have yeah. any thoughts for the next book? Because I'm thinking of grabbing a book to read as I'm flying out next well, week. Well, that's going to be up to the Shock Monkeys in, that, in the book club because I put out a poll and ask for submissions. And so... Join us, vote in that poll, and mm-hmm. at the end, the last week of this month, it was one of that will happen. Okay. We're still discussing this book. Okay. Where are you flying? I'm going to Memphis. Memphis? Yep, because uh, my brother is going out for a zookeeper convention. It's become a thing my dad and my brother and I do. We've done for the last, well, this will be our third time doing it. So uh, my brother goes to a zookeeper convention during the day, and during the day, my dad and I drive around whatever town the convention's in. And no, you don't get to go place. to the convention stuff. We go to some of the stuff. There's, you know, there's there's uh, bar crawls and, uh, but we don't go to the actual things where they tell them like how to take care of animals and stuff. We just go to the party parts. Okay. Is it actually in Memphis every year or no? Just- uh, it was in Orlando the first year, which is how I ended up going. My dad, I'm talking to my dad, and he says, "Yeah, I'm going down to the zookeeper convention with your brother. I'm just gonna." 
you know, walk around Orlando while he's at the convention. I'm like, you, you haven't seen Orlando. You're, you're not going to walk around Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> I got some time off. So I went down to the drove, we drove around in Florida and, uh, the next year was St. Louis. And that's where I went to the amazing, uh, city museum, which right. I just loved. So I'm hoping I find something cool like that in Memphis. Well, at least you have Beale Street. Yeah, Beale Street's going to be great. So I think you gotta, I think you got to go see Graceland too while you're there. I believe that's required. I actually I'm going to talk to my dad because I'm actually through a fluke in the schedule. I'm going to be out there a day before them. So if my dad has no interest in Graceland, that'll be what I do by myself that day. And you have to sing "Walking in Memphis" every time. No, no, you're tripping in Memphis around. is a Trip. big difference. Sorry, I'm struggling in Memphis. Stroking out, walking like my feet are tied in knots. Yep, it is hilarious. Glorf. Well, terrific. I mean, yeah. when you, I, I, one thing I want to know about Memphis, because you never see anything about this, if there's any, like, geeky things to do with it. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be interest. looking for that, because I, I looked around when I was going to St. Louis. I was like, ooh, there's this, and there's this, and there's this off here, probably an hour away, this and that. And we still stumbled into stuff we didn't know about. Like, that's where Lincoln died. He died yeah. in, died in not, not St. Louis, but he died in, uh, uh, in Missouri. Um but uh, yeah, looking at Memphis on maps and looking at the stuff to do is like, huh? Nope, nope, nope. I, I understand that one. Hey, nope. Drive drive off to Gatlinburg and Knoxville. Yeah, that's, no, that's and, where the fun stuff yeah, is. Yeah, it looked it looked like uh, we need to get a few hours away to do stuff. Like Dollywood. Yeah, is that even still open? Gatlinburg is Dolly's still always open. open. Yeah, Nerf. showing up. <laughs> Gatlinburg is just a one big tourist trap. Yeah, I rem- I went there as a child. Some of that stuff is still there. Mm-hmm. World of Illusion and Ripley's and all that stuff. But I, looking at Google Maps, I don't think I've seen more go-kart tracks per capita than any other town in the world. Wow. I mean, there's just one go-kart track after another. That's a thing. Yeah. I have to look up the name again, but there's a restaurant that's not far from Graceland, which is where uh, the peanut, the fried peanut butter and banana sandwich that... Elvis like oh find that out yeah I gotta, so, I gotta check uh, that out they they claim to be the originator in his favorite place I got to look up the name again but uh, I'll have to send you that information Ooh, yeah. bring but, one back for me or maybe one of our listeners knows and we'll I can't get a fried peanut butter banana sandwich through through security <laughs> you never know until you try that's under just three keister, ounces just keister that bad boy it's more than four <laughs> ounces <laughs> keister. Yeah. just keister dude man up and jam up uh, I want to thank Adam. For his gift that he sent to the ice cream social that is now here, <laughs> uh, yeah, all the comic books. It's a Thorathon. A Thorathon. Yeah. Did, did and Thor? Did Matt just roll his eyes when he saw all the comic books? Yeah, Matt and Jacob were like, uh, <laughs> uh. I'm like, fine, I'll take it. So you know it'll be loved, fucking exactly. jocks. So uh, and, <laughs> truly uh, loved. I love the Sledgehammer comic. That's yes. hilarious. Oh, that's for those that remember the '80s TV series Sledgehammer. I believe I have both seasons on DVD. There is a comic yep. book that has both Spider-Man and Sledgehammer so. in it. And it's weird because I've only thumbed through a few pages. They appear to be rivals in here. I.e. Sledgehammer is trying to protect people from Spider-Man. And uh, That's crazy. Spider-Man mm. seems to be trying to kill some people. Does that make Sledgehammer it- Marvel canon? Uh, yeah, it He's does. It's a loose cannon. Just ah. like uh, the not ready for primetime players are Marvel cannon. True. Now, He's... for those who don't remember Sledgehammer, he was kind of a comedy, dirty, hairy yes. sitcom yes. in the 80s. Who shoot, played shoot him? Shoot first, ask questions later. Uh, David uh, Rash? 
That sounds right. R-A-C-H-E, if okay. I remember right. Was Dietrich Bader in something similar to that? He was in uh, The Searcher, which was a part of a, dother, uh, a little comedy anthology series. They had like three different uh, episodes. Uh, Wow! Crap! Uh, I'm totally forgetting the name of that. Danger Theater was the name of the theater, uh, ah. the, the the overall show, and it star. Uh, it was introduced by. Damn! Oh, crap! I'm totally blanking out on his name now. Uh, I'm impressed with what you've just laid out from your brain. Shit! I'm totally forgetting his name now. You're earning your but name. He's forgotten his name, so. <laughs> but he's earning it. Well, while you're looking it up. Uh, one more piece of business. Uh, the Geek Shock AV Club movie this week is Soylent Green. Soylent Green? Is, oh, never mind. No spoilers. Robert Vaughn. That was his name. God damn it. Yeah, Robert Vaughn. Robert Vaughn did Soylent the introduction. Green starring Robert Vaughn. No, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, and, uh, Charlton Heston. And they're doing a live showing on the Reddit page at 9 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, I believe. So, 6 p.m. here. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. So it's everyone can enjoy. So join join live to watch si- Soylent Green on the Geek Shock AV Club on the Geek Shock Reddit page. And that's all I have for business. Gentlemen, how about some mail? Yeah. I think we can do Absolutely. S- get s- okay. sneak some mail in this. Sure. Now that we don't have Matt talking the whole time. Yeah, because, man, that, that I, we can never get, shuts up. Motormouth Matt. Motor, right. Exactly. Dear gentlemen and Paul. Mm, I'll take it. I'm writing in to inform you of my geeky quest. I'm endeavoring to watch all of Star Trek. That's right. All the shows and all their seasons. So far, I've finished the original series, and I'm almost finished with the animated series. Thank you, lads, for recommending giving the animated series a watch. It was well worth it. Right? It's good. It's got some good stuff. (laughs) Fucking you in the face with Ludmilla's unwashed dildo. The Imperial Scoop. P.S. Hail Hydra. I'm wow. sorry. I just remembered a thing from Danger Theater. Adam West had a, a segment in there. It was called Tropical Punch, and it was Hawaii Five-O-esque, oh, where no. he plays a detective, and oh, it, he's no. the head of the Tropical Punch squad. <laughs> it just, it's goddamn ridiculous. That would be great. But it was supposed to be based in Hawaii. A, a, a <laughs> comedy like, cop show based in Hawaii called Tropical Punch. That would be great. Apparently it was right, and a, then uh, a whole series. Yeah. There was another one, one with. Anyway. Uh, oh damn it! You're trying. I'm trying. It's, yeah, it it was a it was a black detective with a British accent, but he spoke like a quote unquote brother. So he's always having these conversations with his other friends in the British accent, and. It's just, it was ridiculous. Uh, God damn it, what was his name? This one you're not selling. Uh, (laughs) I'll think of his name here in a second. Uh, Townsend, uh, Robert Townsend, I think. Robert Townsend has a good British accent. Yeah. Next mail. Dear Commander K and his Imperial Guard. You guys are we'll great. Take it. I look forward to each week to your summary of geek culture and entertainment. You are truly a voice of a larger body, and many of us have larger bodies. Yeah. The reason I'm emailing today, as I value your opinions, what is a geek? Does it take one to know one? Do geeks ca- share any common traits? Are geeks a catch-all term for those who have interests outside of mainstream society? Is being a geek binary? Either you are or you're not. 
or is there a geek scale? If geeks are a group of outsiders with a common label, should we at least agree upon a prime directive like geek shall not condemn geek to borrow ape shall not kill ape? Sure, we have many disagreements, passionately debate them. We may disagree on how we would rank each Star Trek franchise. And yet, at the same time, we can still agree that the sixth season of Loss was a complete rage-inducing dis- disappointment. <laughs> That's the truth. And the geek in us understands that it is the nature of art entertainment to be imperfect and disappointing. Time to move on to the next thing. Should geek culture have a prime directive to unite us? What say you? Regardless, I value your opinions. We'd like to hear you sound off on this subject. Thank you, Keith from Fort Thomas, Kentucky. I actually have a perfect answer for this because I've had this discussion the last two uh, Star Trek conventions. Okay. A geek is somebody who is a passionate fan of something. And it doesn't have to be any specific thing. It doesn't have to be science fiction. It doesn't have to be fantasy. You can geek out on sports. There are sports fans that take it to the level where they're just so passionate about it, they get really into it. We are geeks for, I guess, for lack of a better term, an alternate type of entertainment, which is becoming more mainstream now. So we're talking about you know science fiction, fantasy, uh, role-playing games. I mean, you know, the list goes on and on, but you can be a geek about anything because you're just it's something that you're passionate about you're really into you really enjoy it and you want to share that love and passion with somebody else and somebody that has those similar interests are typically the ones that you bond with for us growing up it was you know you know playing games video games playing you know having fun in the yard playing your favorite television series, like you're playing Knight Rider, you know, or you're playing uh, Star Trek where you're rolling around in the grass and shooting fake phases at each other. You can geek out on anything. It doesn't have to be what is typically associated with quote-unquote geeks, which is, you know, the, you know. And it's usually taking that to an extreme. Like you mentioned the sports. Anybody can sit and watch sports, enjoy sports, wear the jersey, so on. Uh, but then, like you said, you have the number crunchers. Yes, the, the those that goes to those, statistics. And that typically is what is associated with being a nerd. All you've right. taken that to the extreme where you've you've broken down, you've analyzed, you memorize specific details, etc. Somebody, it's Will Wheaton's. It's not what you love; it's how you love it. No, I love yeah, that. I literally saw a cartoon today that covered this exact subject, and I would like Kay to read the rabbit part. <clears throat> oh shit! We're casting. Yes. Uh oh. Oh. It's a dog and a rabbit Welcome talking. to Geek Shock Theater. Magic the Gathering? Wow, you're really letting your nerd flag fly, eh? Actually, it's a geek flag. Nerds are more academically inclined, while we geeks are just super passionate about our hobbies. I see. And the people who know and care about this difference are called? I believe dork is the preferred nomenclature. <laughs> Thank very you. Nice. Thank you very, very much. We'll be here all week. Yeah, that's very similar to the discussions yeah. we've had. Geek Shock yeah. Theater. It's concise. So, yeah, I mean, sure. there it is. There are people that read Stephen King novels occasionally. Yeah. And then there are people that form book clubs. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Sports, there are cosplayers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they get all painted up and put on their whatever Yeah, that's the weird. Fun. How come nobody's called that out? Yeah. Oh, I've done it. Okay. Yep, Jeff's done it. Nobody's called listened. it out. No. I've, I've actually had that conversation with somebody. He stands who's up like, and calls him out. 
Well, I mean, it it was it was at work one games. time. Somebody was was somebody was like, "So you're into all this nerdy shit?" And I'm like, "Yes, I'm into all this quote unquote nerdy shit." Oh shit, get defensive. Like, and it's like, so 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 you actually dress up and go to these conventions and blah blah blah. blah. And I'm like, "Yeah, what do you do on Sundays?" Well, I put on my team's jersey and I sit and I watch television and we watch the games and I'm like, same thing. What else do you do? Oh, I go to these uh, card signing things and I get the autograph of my favorite sports player. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Same thing. And I literally went point by point with them on the, showing that it's the exact same thing. And of Fuck course, sports and I said, guess what? Oh. You're a sports geek. And, it's and cool. he had no response to me for that. So. Of course, it's well established that uh, fantasy football is D&D for jocks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually did that. Funny you say that because they were uh, at work one time last year. They were going at all the different stats and getting their fantasy teams together. I walked up to him and I go, fucking nerds and i walked off and they just <laughs> broke into laughter and did not stop for a good couple minutes it was pretty funny oh, that's great so yeah freak flag geek flag fly whatever yeah. whatever your thing is honestly run yeah. it and find your brethren whatever whatever you love as long as it's not hurting anybody else continue to love it You'll eventually find somebody that loves the same thing too, Although and then you, you might have find somebody that likes the hurt. And it yeah, is a sliding true. scale. It is is not an on off switch. Yeah. It is. Yeah. A, yeah. And yeah. if they're hurting the right people, it's okay too. Everything's <laughs> everything's permissible outside of Stargate. <laughs> Listen here. to this bullshit. I've been trying. <laughs> You're gonna raise the army. You're gonna raise the army. Trying to watch that shit again. Are you giving it the oh, shot? Oh, doing it in my sleepy time. It's so terrible. That's the Which problem. You're doing it no, no, it's the first one. Okay. That. Fucking guy, they got to doing the spader role, just awful. It does not feel the same. There's no doubt about it. He's so bad. Just everybody's bad in it. It's just bad acting, bad acting, bad acting. It's terrible. They got some cute little premises here and there, but for the most part, it's slightly. You know what? It's like Malcolm in the Middle was uh, old Simpsons episodes redone. With 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 a slight slight twist, like to the letter, there were old. Wow. It was oh, dude, it's it's disgusting when you Never watch. Thought it. about that, dude. It's that's, just old Simpsons episodes, dude. Fox does uh, that with most of their sitcoms. Well, they sure do. They recycle old fucking, Simpsons scripts. Uh, yeah. Simpsons did it. SG One. It is just uh, Star Trek episodes with a slight twist. Instead you know of what? in a spaceship, they're in a tube hole. Skip Star ahead Trek to season pyramids. two. Yeah. Skip. I'm in season two. I'm, wa- well, I'm watching something where there, there's an old, there's a lady <laughs> who's like, three. Go to five. like a Cleopatra lady who's like putting a spell on him and he's oh, all aggro. Yeah. And it's like, shut up. Elan of Troilus. I've seen that Star Trek episode. It's so bad. <laughs> Let me know when you get to the uh, the uh, Groundhog Day episode because that was the one that, that just had me rolling. That, that was That fun. was pretty yeah. fun. Andy subjected me to that not, and I enjoyed I'm myself. I'm not going to tell you because I'm not going to watch any more of it. It burned me out. There You'll you pick it up again nope. in a few years. Maybe. You could probably just hop ahead to that now that you have the characters established in your head. They're not. They're not. <laughs> you're, you're not there's, selling there's, Andy's going to break into your house. I would, I would love for him to guy, get to drink know. all your water. There's Richard Dean Anderson. There's Girl. There's Other Guy. There's <clears> Man <throat> with Crap on Face. There's Old Dumb Guy. There's Dumb oh. General. That's all. It's it's everybody's my just soul dumb. right now. Just we need to strap him and Vernon down and make him watch uh, Stargate and uh, Mad Max, Mad Max together. Yeah. 
I'll you know, I would Max. love I would love for him to know enough about the characters to jump ahead to episode 200. Mm. Because I, I'm still not there yet. You, you that's when it gets really good. Nope. This oh is my the God. bullshit <laughs> arguments that I just don't. I don't have time. I, it's the same no, with role playing games, all that shit. Episode like, 200 was, was there. Final Fantasy, where everybody was like, oh, about the 20th hour, it really takes off. I'm like, that's what people shit. told me about friggin' no uh, way am I playing Game, game of Thrones. Right. Well, no, I love Game of Thrones. The reason I bring that one up is because that was a special episode. And it was goddamn hilarious. I mean, well, it literally saved was it a culmination. <laughs> you know, hey, what? Uh, do you did you Fuck not off. like uh, what do you call it? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I haven't. I read a hundred pages of the book. Oh, okay. And didn't catch me, and I put it down. Right. And then I told everybody that, and they said, "Oh no, that's when it gets good." And it's like eh, no, you don't no, get a hundred no. pages of prequel. No, Fuck no, you. No, no. I I got through the the. Middle of the second book, and it lost me. Mm. Um, but the the show is still pretty darn. They good. are thickly descriptive tomes. Yeah, mm. show show's pretty good. Yeah, I may I may give that a shot at some point. I, yeah. I may sit down and go through. You're all that. gonna love it. Yeah, it's it's a good time. It's a good time. You'll, I'm, you'll I'm not opposed. Well, I'm, except that the only the only two minutes I've seen is a guy getting castrated. But uh, yeah, you've seen the whole show then. <laughs> no, you will. You'll dig it. That's yeah. when it takes. I off. had the first season. If you want to borrow it. Okay. Well, I think it's all on Netflix still too right now. No, no, no it's no? an HBO show. It's HBO. Oh, it's HBO. Okay. I'm actually, I'm actually in the process of rewatching the whole thing, so I'm in the middle of uh, season two right now. You got to go to yeah. Kirsten's and watch it on HBO Go yeah. or HBO yeah. Now or we can watch it on is. HBO Go. It, it that was hilarious because when Francine and Jerry were there, they were getting all excited about the new seasons, so they they binge watched the whole damn thing damn. while they were at my place. And so I'd come home from work, and they'd be watching, and it, mm-hmm. it was just constantly on. That's true. I sort of saw, I saw parts of episodes while we were playing games. There you yeah, go. little yeah. bits and yeah. pieces. But the best part was when I was wrapping up the episode with uh, Theon Greyjoy, and Andy comes walking in just as he's screaming, No! 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 And Andy's like, Ah! Yeah. <clears throat> Turn it off! It's got exceptional production value and exceptional performers, so that's kind of... You so you're saying it's well done? It's got actors. It's done well. It's, it's got actors in it. It's not got MacGyvers. It's got actors. It's a difference. Says the man who watches Airwolf. I don't watch Airwolf without my tongue firmly planted in my cheek. But Airwolf, at least, is fun. Stargate is like, oh, we should get into Stargate. Well, maybe we shouldn't. You know what? You know what Stargate needs. Ernest Borgnine. Man. Mm. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> They're just like the ancient Egyptians. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, yeah. the episodes with Dom DeLuise are pretty good. Yep. Oh, Dom DeLuise. <laughs> As the talking skateboard. <laughs> God skateboard damn it, that's right. Damn it. Uh, there is an addendum to that uh, email. Oh, an addendum. Yeah. Is the idea of geeks being non-athletic and outdated stereotype? Yes. Yep. Yes. Said the 50-year-old guy that is 50 pounds overweight. The last time he got any exercise... Wait a minute, I didn't write this letter. <laughs> ...was when he did not, did, I. did not hear Mr. Softy's bell the first time and had to run three blocks to chase him down. And I know the guy was laughing Andy, at me through the side mirror. God damn it. But I digress. Is playing EA Sports Madden on the PS4 part of the geek culture? When I was watching sports events, am I de- de- denying my geek core trying to appear mainstream? No, dude, there are geeks who are martial artists. There are geeks who, like, work out and shit and 
kill stuff with their bare hands. Dude, CM you know, Punk's it's, a it's, fucking geek. You, the, you, the, you, Vin Diesel's a geek. Right. Yeah. All right. The Madden thing is actually really a fascinating. Uh, I don't know what to call it. It, it. You know, a fascinating thing to examine because who is fucking baking biscuits? Is it been you, Andy? <laughs> yes. Damn it, Andy. God damn it. That's number two. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mention anything on the yeah. first one. The and first it's one not even mild. biscuits. He's you, killing animals yeah, and us. setting them out in the sun for weeks. <laughs> you have literally destroyed all credibility you earned by taking Matt to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no wonder he fucking fainted the getting out of his right. car. And he's driving the car. He's like, air, air. Jesus. And he's picking him up and he's like, no. Get away. Get away. I can't that- even eat the rest of my cookie now. <laughs> <laughs> he, turned it, he turned it into an ookie cookie. <laughs> an ookie. Uh, so, the the whole Madden it's thing. It's affected his brain. <laughs> oh. The Madden phenomenon is really fascinating because it did bring a bunch of people who would probably never have touched a video game console to being obsessed with video games and video game culture sure sure and i should say specific genres of video game culture because there are plenty of people that just own a system just for madden yeah and and, and are into like you know the call of duty games or the um war uh replica games and first person shooters so i mean you know it's it's a broadening of people's perspectives of what is and isn't geeky so lord knows i've had madden discussions with people and i don't play madden at all i have i not, tried it a few times i have not been able to play that game in nigh a decade that's some goddamn technical deep it's gotten controller super, shit. super super complicated it's like it's like so complicated to the point it's almost like being on the field playing where you have to think about every little step in the net in the sequence and you have to get every little thing perfect to throw a pass I mean, you talk about how complex shooter controls are, first-person shooter controls yeah. are, and what all the buttons do for that. Fuck yeah. that compared to Madden. Yeah. My God. Whee. Yeah, there's no button mashing in Madden. Absolutely not. Plus, characters who get the cover get their careers killed. And there's so. there's no easy mode where you can just do like the old like Tecmo Bowl yeah, football, really? where you can just hit A or B to either pass or, or hand off to the running back. I got one more email here. Uh, Dear podcast overlords, I get the feeling that most of you guys probably don't enjoy online multiplayer games, especially competitive ones. However, have any of you fine folks dipped your toes into the beautiful chaos that is Overwatch? It's Blizzard's latest team shooter on all current-gen systems and PC. I've been playing it excessively since it came out a few months ago and and have so much joy playing it. The character design is over, is top-notch, the map level design is meticulously crafted, and the game is an energized blast of fun to your visual senses. A round of the game is an average of only eight minutes long, so it's easy to dip into when you have some free time, or it can be suitable for multi- multiple hour-long sessions if that's your thing. As it's a multiplayer-only game, there is an AI mode, but it's more of a training mode, There's little to no story in the game. However, Blizzard has crafted short cinematics, comics, and regularly conduct ARG to lay out the fictional universe. The cinematics are on par with a Pixie or Disney, Pixar or Disney. Disney or Pixie? (laughs) Pixie. Pixie. Dude, that's actually perfect. It really kind of is. Either that or Dixar. 
<laughs> Dixie. Dicks are for HDXD. A Pixney production and the quality as an offer is spectacular. There's a diverse selection of heroes on an offer to play such... A selection of heroes on offer to play as such as post-apocalyptic Australian Mad Max-esque road warriors, mechanized Egyptian jet-packed soldiers, genetically modified scientists, super apes, and a cybernetic Japanese ninja. Can you throw jars with spiders? That's a good question. <laughs> In my lifetime of gaming, there's been few games that have grabbed me like this. Maybe worth a shot for some of you if this has piqued your interests. Regards, Aussie Dave. Well, you're playing online. You're playing that game that nobody plays anymore. Uh, yeah, I haven't played it. Haven't had time to play anything last right. week. So <laughs> yeah, there are tons. I look forward to going back to it though. Yeah, what, he's no had a hell of a week. There are tons of um, uh, authors, science fiction, fantasy authors on Twitter and Facebook who are constantly chiming in about Overwatch. So there's a whole bunch of people out there who are playing it. Blizzard does an excellent job of crafting a game world, and that's what they've done a really great job of with Overwatch too. I've seen some of the ca- character designs, and they're phenomenal out right. the gate i'll stick with the overwatch porn memes thank you very much they're pretty terrific too mm-hmm. yeah mm. i just i i'm not i can't with the competitive stuff i can't like i play i play my uh star wars battlefront and i love it because nobody can talk to you especially when you end up on the bottom of the rung every round because it's all these people that do nothing but play this game right <laughs> it's like but there's no chatter so mm-hmm. i don't have to hear garbage man if i do go online to the you're right i just leave the headphones off i don't give a shit what right people are and overwatch is very coordinated it's very you have to really help each other out so i'm just like no can't do as i i appreciate it and i love that people are having fun with it i think it's great and i think it's a really beautiful game i watch it on twitch sometimes no patience. And if Matt was here, he'd talk about World of Warcraft, which he plays pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, guess a whole a separate kind of yeah, big lead lead. Well, there's a lot of crossover. Wait, the same company. It's the same company, yeah. but whole different kind of game. Well, but but it was the out outcropping of a failed MMO. Is that what it is? Yeah, it was. It was going to be one, another one of those kind of. It was a whole different game before it became what it became. Yeah. Oh, it was no it, it'd been in development for like seven years. It, yeah, this yeah. is the MMO they were developing and gave up on. Yes, really. Yeah, a lot of the assets ended up in Overwatch. Tra- changed shit. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. different stuff. Um, but uh, I mean, they don't. You know, they use the whole Buffalo over there. At <laughs> fucking Blizzard. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, but I guess one Game of the head grizzle. one of their head artists just left. Yeah, just a couple days ago, right? Yeah. Going on to other things, I assume. I guess. People love that World of Warcraft. That never got its teeth in me because I can't with the PC stuff. Which artist left? One of the main World of Warcraft artists. One of the main conceptual guys. Now, let's face it. World of Warcraft. I'm friends with one of those. Oh, well. Well, why don't you get him involved? Find out. Yeah. I probably will now. Ring him up. Did you leave? No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Bye. I'll talk to you again. Exclusive. I'll talk to you again when news happens. Yeah. he, uh, He was one of the original hires at blizzard so when activision bought him out he actually made quite a bit of money goddamn um, stock options but, uh, what you know, where some of the originators left he actually stuck around and did more development and artistry and stuff so i've had my time with world of warcraft especially in the auction house mm-hmm. but it just just never could grab onto me but i did always love the aesthetic the art aesthetic and uh, I, I wish I could talk to Matt to ask if the movie yeah. art I wa- was the same. I, I watched a little bit of it when I was out in uh, San Diego. My, my friend was uh, playing some. She was killing uh, 
uh, what the hell, Hydras. It was, it was, I, I enjoyed watching it. I, it looks only very intense. S- only for so long, though. Yeah. That's... The combat is not as exciting as you'd like it to mm. be. I find that with a lot of the MMOs, the yeah. online MMOs. It's like, I, that's kind of why I gave, I've given up on them, I think. I, mean, I bet you in World of Warcraft somewhere there's some way to throw spiders, though. I'm, <laughs> I'm usually not a fan of turn-based combat in general. And with the online MMOs, it's just, it's, I don't know. It just feels like it takes too much time. It's not the turn. It's not turn based, no. but there there is a countdown to when you can use your powers yeah. again, and you know, I like am. you can attack, then you have to wait for everybody in the other party to attack, and then you can try to attack again, and then you have to either you're, wait. You're playing Japanese role playing games. That's what you're playing. No, I'm talking like when I played City of Heroes. No, and, that was the, you weren't taking turns on that. It's just that whenever well, your counter went back up again. Well, I, I vividly remember having, you know, I would execute a move, and then I had to wait for everybody in my party to finish a move, and then you had to wait for the counter from the other. It just ah, you're it, not remembering it right. I remember that well, game very, very, very well because it it's just like World of Warcraft. I cannot wait for XCOM two coming finally to PS4. You knew it was coming. Yeah, I did. you know, it was I kind of in my heart, I was hoping. I can't wait. Me too. Oh, that's, so that's, that's how I want to play it too. I'm kind of amazed, speaking of online role-playing games, I'm amazed that Star Trek Online just hit consoles. Yes. After all of these years it's been out there that it took this long to get it on. It's free. I wonder if my lifetime subscription stuff is You don't even need it. Everything's free. Nope. (laughs) I realize that. Yes, I realize I know that. I think it is. There's a lot of in-game purchases now. I think it is. But be... When the game came out, it wasn't free. It was a month-to-month thing. I jumped on board, and they, they offered this thing that if you pay $250, then you much? don't have to. Yeah, that's how much. And then you don't have to pay anything. You can play as much as you want. And not forever. Month, forever. Forever. And then eventually forever. it went free to play. And But it's my understanding that people who did buy it, they basically said, okay, here's all the free things. The things that people have to buy, it's all yours. So, yeah. so apparently, that's nice. Apparently, I have like all the ships waiting for me. Hey, so now that's on PS4, I might give it a shot again. See if I can't log back into that. Controller. You got to make a dark mirror universe, Todd Emperor uh, Star Trek. Make sure there's not some Chinese gold farmer playing on my account. You know. Oh yeah, really. <laughs> I'm not a Klingon. Please, <laughs> I'm not Klingon. Just a guy stuck in a chair, stuck in a small room. Is a guy so, in jail? I'm but a guy in jail. Is he is he gold farming or dilithium farming? No, I'm a guy in jail. Please, I, if I give you all my dilithium, will you tell my address and try and get word to my parents? Tell hey, I'm arrived. Hey, do you want a cyber? Oh no, <laughs> caught not. My genitalia all rub raw for my other job. Come on, one what what other job? Sex working. So one cyber, then I'll pass on your address. Oh, okay. <laughs> My dick's so sore. Well, make sure your dick's sore. Write to us comments at uglycouchshow.com. So dick. dick's out for Harambre. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, hopefully Matt is feeling much, much better. Oh, man. I We had our first heart attack podcast. <laughs> Well, the ages we're getting to, it won't oh, be the last. Gross. Uh, good point. No, and, it, can you imagine things, we all die on air? 
<laughs> that will I do be enough, our highest you know rated what? episode ever. I do enough fucking podcasts, it could very well happen. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I got to say, Matt was not the person I would have thought would have the first heart attack on the show. You could do a, was Artie Shaw? Who was it? There was some comedian that died on stage. He was faking having a heart attack on stage or as part of his comedy bit and actually died. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that happens every day. Shoot, I feel Every day? My God, there's no, amazing as many comedians left. It's true. Well, I mean, every Torgo day. and I both have high blood pressure. I would have figured it had been one of us before anybody else. <laughs> See, I'm not on medicine, and I'm dancing my butt off every night. Right. So I do get a little bit of cardio in, believe it or not. All right. I mean, I'm singing. Till that cheeseburger breaks its way loose in your vein and stops your heart. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's been passed on. It just sluices through, and for for the six days out of the week, I eat pretty well. That's good. You know, that's well. I mean, I don't eat as crazy. And one day a week, I go a little bananas. We went over to B Dubs last night, and I ate a bunch of wings, but mm. too many wings. Right? See, mm. see, I know what's good. Wings. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was no Olive Garden. <laughs> no. <laughs> Olive Garden, the restaurant that killed Matt. Rousing endorsement for Olive Garden tonight, though. <laughs> bet, we, uh, bet we might get a coupon in the mail. <laughs> Sorry to hear your experience was so terrible at Olive Garden. <laughs> Please accept this $20 gift certificate. Are you uh, aware you can buy one meal and, and take one to go? And some A little coupon. Jeff, what hap- What was go- went wrong at this uh, Our heartfelt apologies. <laughs> oh. Until next week, I am Master Torgo. Stay away from the fucking Zupa Toscana. <laughs> 80s Jeff. <laughs> no hiking K. Fact check dandy. And the ghost of Matt. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. And the ghost of Matt. That's awful. Man, if he does go, you're going to be sad. I'm going to feel so bad. Yeah, yeah. well. Yeah. I, guys, he's actually in a hospital. Yeah, Currently. Uh, I, that, I, I, I don't, hey, hey, Kirsten, I don't oh, know if you oh, know. That's where people fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, just a heads up. That's, uh, that's you, where you bite it. That's why you never go to hospital. <laughs> that's a, that's got, <laughs> I have done my damnedest to stay the fuck out, and it's so far so good. I, listen, if you don't go to hospitals, you will be immortal. Causation, causality, call it what you will. <laughs> oh, God. Seriously, Matt, feel Coincidence? better. Coincidence? Yeah, feel better, Mac. Hang, Hang in, there, in there, Maple Leaf. Oh. Love you. Oh, my Kinda. God, dude. Oh, I forgot to talk about my Transformers the movie. Go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. You know, we're going to stop this. He, this, he might hit stop we're, on we're, the... We're going to stop these well wishes from Matt. Oh. Tell me about your Transformers movie that you bought That's a, that you haven't watched yet. Shut up. Transformers! <laughs> more than meets the eye! <laughs> I bought that film also. I got the Super Deluxe Steel Case Edition coming to me today. Yeah, the and you only paid three times what I did. Not quite. <laughs> hey, man. I have that movie. I got it. 20th anniversary 10 years ago when it came out and i got it with the uh lenticular cover yep me straight too. dvd release wait which transformers are we talking about transformers the original the transformers movie. the movie 1988 was it starring orson Welles. no i think it's earlier than that 87 the one with the weird al song in it yes, yes. And, and uh 86 sorry uh yeah. Leonard you got to touch yeah, yeah. No, okay yeah. wow uh it has been this new version is totally remastered they really did a nice cleanup job on it. I bought it on VHS as well as recorded it off of the television when they broke it down into um, episodes. episodes of the Transformers TV show. Uh, 
bought it on DVD and now I have it on Blu-ray. So I have somewhere out there I have four different versions of this Transformers. thing. Transformers. It's pretty cool. It's very cool. A lot of shit goes down. I'm is still it, Is it more than meets the eye? It is. One mm-hmm. of my it's toy transition, the movie. One of my toy um you goals can't talk about that way. Is the uh deluxe version of Starscream with the full coronation crown and cape from when he assumes power after Megatron appears to be dead. Uh, okay. You have the masterpiece Starscream now, right? No, that's the one I want. I want to oh, okay. get this. They just re-released a new masterpiece Starscream. There's three of them out there now that just call them my name. Go on. If you're interested, that new Big Bad Toy Store, well, Big Bad Toy Store is just taking pre-orders for, there's a new reissue of Soundwave. With five cassettes. I do like Soundwave. Five cassettes. How much is Soundwave? He's like 150 with five mm-hmm. cassettes. It's pretty good. 130 for Shockwave, who I'm really tempted to get to. I want. I never got a really good Shockwave. I found a kid robe, or a rather a loyal subjects, super deformed, chibi, giant Shockwave at the toy convention. That was one of my big purchases. It's like a six inch, goddamn huge Shockwave chibi he's cute six, six inches isn't that huge really for a chibi <laughs> it's it's in the style of imagine imagine a six right inch imagine a six inch oh, yeah. version of uh uh funko pop figure okay that's what it's like blown up to crazy proportions mm. that's Talks what it is slower, Explain what chibi slower. was because because i knew chibi yeah yeah those super deformed cute little squat looking motherfuckers can't really get into that style no can't i mean even the funkos i've bought are like pushing it yeah i mean it's not every one of them works for me either there's a lot that i'm like blue but there's some i just got a spider-man because i had to get spider-man because the doc ock they just came out with is great of course what i know the doc ock the doc ock from uh pop is really cool and i was like well now i have to have spider-man because he has to have a fighty with Spidey. Sure. And I, and I got the old school Doctor Strange pop. Oh. I really like that one, too. Mm. It looks good. I keep retweeting those collector core uh, <laughs> tweets. I know. I see I them on my feed. I win nothing. Hey, man. I've won nothing. You got to keep at it. Cool Doctor Strange, vintage Captain America, Cosmo. I didn't win Cosmo. Is he super rare? I don't. Is he going to be produced massively? Because he looks I, neat. I have no idea. He was neat. Cool. He was very neat, and I did not win him. That's all I know. What was the book I was reading where he was factoring in pretty good? I guess Guardians, the recent Guardians. Yeah, they've been picking. But him he up. was really big in something Marvel did a little while back. He was really well handled. I guess it was Guardians again. Yeah, it must have been Guardians. No, or it might, well, it might have been just one of those cosmic books, a lot annihilators or whatever I, the fuck. Maybe, or, maybe yeah. it was. Maybe he was in Nova. Thanos and Cosmo yeah, cross the galaxy. I don't fucking remember, but it it was cool. And, and I mean, I get I get him a little confused with uh, that character from Top Ten sometimes, <laughs> which I love. Mm. The Doberman, uh, yeah, yeah. The oh. Doberman in the robot body. Oh fuck, Top, top 10. Ten, dude! What a goddamn. Oh yeah, fuck. the first three volumes. That's oh. that's the book right there. Forget the rehash later shit. Well, yeah, no. It did not no, work. No. no. Moore and Gene Ha. Oh boy. Oof. And and Xander Cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is an exceptional book. Mm-hmm. You've read Top 10. No. Oh, for fuck's sake. Mother. 
Fuck Todd. God damn it. God. That's a good one. Todd damn it. <laughs> Todd, damn. Todd damn it. Todd damn it. Seriously. Oh, top shit. 10, man. Our totter who are in feather. What's top 10? Uh, it is a world populated by superhumans and gods, and it deals with the police precinct in Pretty that much. universe. Every, oh. Everyone's a superhero, right? Everyone yeah. has power. Everyone's yeah. a superhero and, or a god. And they put in an analog for just about every superhero in existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Alan Moore, dude. Yeah. Oh. Oh, there you it's go. It's so fucking good. It is. It we is, had Alan Moore news. Uh, what was it? Yeah. Now we didn't get to news. We now he we retired. have less news. He retired <laughs> from comedy. Yeah. <laughs> he retired. <laughs> he retired. That's okay. Well, he's, he he's, he's finishing his current projects, then retired. Sure. Yeah. You know. And sure. he's moving on to summoning Dark Lords with Pentagram. Right. Yeah, you know, exactly. Hey. Well, film actually, but yeah. 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 Is he going into same movies? Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. That's true. You do have to suck <laughs> Satan's dick to get a movie done. There right. he goes. Sucking yeah. Satan's dick. How That'll did this get Paul's, made? There's an episode. That'll be Paul's Hollywood memoirs 20, 30 years down the road. Sucking Satan's dick.